PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello everyone and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host Chili as we talk about news reviews and all that good stuff. I'm back as hosting. I took a, a week break. Well, I was still here, but I wasn't hosting. Well, I was co-hosting. But still, either way, words. Words. And you know who else has got words to say? Gary. Hey, Gary. I have words to say, and I'm saying them now. Yay. Words. How was your week? It's been all right, man. How about yours? Pretty good. Pretty good. I broke the internet on yeah. Thursday. <laughs> you broke the internet on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Uh, so what have you been up to? Oh, not much, man. Just uh, relaxing. Got my Steam Deck, finally. Been messing around with that oh, nice. a little bit. Yeah, the thing is massive. I did not expect it to be that big. <laughs> I've seen it's it's comfortable as people were saying it is. Uh, it's pretty comfortable. Um, how can I put it? It's comfortable in your hands. You have to get used to the buttons and where they're located because everything's at the top of the controller, which is really annoying. So it kind of feels like it's hanging on your hands rather than you holding it. And it also has four buttons on the back, like uh, they did the attachments for the PS4 controller. Um, and those things aren't the best because they're so tight on the controller, you never really know if you're actually hitting the buttons. Like, you have to feel the click because um, they're not sticking out. They're kind of just inside the controller. Um, and yeah, which no, model did you get? What was that? Which model did you get? I got the highest the, one. Oh, the highest one, okay. Yeah, because the, nice. the, the, the SSD hard drive they have in it, I think, is the best way to go instead of just using... Like, you can get, like... Um, you know, the lowest model and just use an SD card, that's fine. But then the games will be running off the SD card instead of the hard drive. Um, and I'd rather have the bigger hard drive and run the games faster than using the SD card would cause problems with a lot of the games. Now, the screen is touchscreen. Like, it has two, I guess, touchpads on the side that take up pretty much like 90% of the where the button should be, in my opinion. And those things are, in my opinion, useless. Like, I, I haven't used them for anything. Um... Apparently, they're supposed to be for, like, typing. If you want to type, you can just move your thumb around and do it. But I don't see the point in it, since the actual screen is a touch screen, and I can just do that. <laughs> Why do I need these two pads on the on the sides? So that's the most annoying thing for me so far about it. Um, but yeah, it's essentially a PC in handheld form. Like, it even asked if I wanted to install yeah. Google on it, Google Chrome. And I was like, why? I'm here to play games, not serve the internet, man. <laughs> and... My last question, how is battery life? Uh, right now, um, I don't think it's the best. Um, I installed and I was playing uh, Max Payne 3. Um, first, it, it doesn't come charged. I have to charge the whole thing. Um, once I charged it to 100%, um, I played Max Payne 3 for about, I'd say, maybe an hour and a half, um, maybe two hours, and it was down to like 54%. Um, and it actually gets pretty hot on the back. It's got two areas on the back and the top where the airflow comes in, but you can still feel that it, it gets pretty hot. Um, I just don't know if I was playing a heavy processing game or what, but I don't know. And as far as the games that are verified and not verified, from what I've learned, you can literally install any game that's on Steam on the Steam Deck. Such, such as uh, Pharmacy 14. You can play Pharmacy 14 on your Steam Deck. Yeah, yeah, probably. It doesn't really work, but... <laughs> I haven't tried you have to it. Like, you have to like use a weird, like, you have to do it in a weird way because yeah, yeah, it so used to work much... and then they broke it. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, no, what's on. happening is the games that are verified um, are games that Valve has tested themselves and have essentially configured 
to work with the Steam Deck, whereas everything else, like, you'll get something that's, um, it plays on Steam, it's got, like, a yellow exclamation mark, it plays on Steam Deck, but it tells you, like, what issues it might have, or what you have to go in in the settings and change to make it work right, um, in other games, it says not verified. That doesn't mean you can't install it and see if it plays itself. That just means that Valve themselves haven't gotten to that game to test it out to see if it works. But pretty much every game you can go in and see if people have tried it on Steam Deck and see what they say, what needs to be changed in the settings. A lot of games are designed to work with a gamepad, and it'll tell you that. So you can go in and modify the keyboard settings to the buttons the problem is those buttons won't appear on the screen as buttons they'll appear as keyboard buttons so you have to remember it's like oh i hit yeah. i made spacebar the a button i made you know the q button the the y button so you just have to remember what you said it um but as far as i can tell um every game that i've tried so far runs like max Payne 3 was the hardest one to get running because it requires that stupid rockstar social club and when you start the game, it tells you that Social Club is not installed. You have to install it. Otherwise, the game will run. So it, like, kicked me out of the game. And I was like, well, how the hell am I supposed to install that piece of crap on Steam Deck? So then I went back into Max Payne and saw that it started automatically downloading the Social Club on there. Um, so, yeah. And I had to go in and mess with some of the settings to get the resolution and the frame rate right for Max Payne 3. But it works. And there's a lot of communities out there, like the Steam community. That you can go to every game and see what they say and the best options you can get the games to to make them run perfectly fine on the Steam Deck. So that's good. So yeah, if you look at whatever game you want, it's like, oh, is it verified on Steam Deck? And it says no. Don't think that you can't play it on Steam Deck. It just hasn't been confirmed to run well by Valve themselves. Um, but as far as I can tell, every game can be downloaded and played on the Steam You just might be the first one trying to get it to optimize to, to optimize it on the Steam Deck to play it. And Valve will sometimes send you messages asking, hey, how did you enjoy playing this game on Steam Deck? What issues did you run into? And they'll probably take that feedback and use it on their own thing to verify the game. So essentially, we're beta testers for the entire Steam library right now, <laughs> testing games for them. But I other mean, than that, I, I, I enjoy it right now. Um, but yeah, just the button placement is where the D-pad is in the top left. The analog stick is on the right side of the D-pad and the same thing for the other side. So there's this whole area that, in my opinion, just isn't being used because of those two weird touchpads. I I just need to find a game that, that they're used for. I'm assuming RTS and, like, SIM games is what you use it for. But then again, I ask, what's the point when I can just use the screen as a touchpad and drag whatever I need to do when I'm playing an RTS game, if that makes sense. I know the anime podcast is in the past but later for us but i just saw some news that i need to bring up and yeah, i don't want to wait uh free it's actually in development um and it's aiming for 2024 so yeah universe free rumors and it looks like 2024 and interesting alfonso um correct correct me um remind me Xenoverse 2 came out at 17 i think 16. it might even be earlier than that yeah so i mean yeah that's a good amount of years. If you come about twenty four, that's like five or well, seven to eight years. So sixteen, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's that's going to be eight years until twenty four. So yeah, it, it's time. Like I said, I've been fall off as universe two. The last time I played was in eighteen. So I, like I said, I I eventually decide I decided that I will go back. I just don't know when. But yeah, Xenoverse three obviously 
we've seen what they did in Xenoverse and Xenoverse 2 with the crazy story and how far it went with DLCs and expansion and all that. So I'm looking forward to 3 because obviously we have all this super stuff, all these characters coming back. So, yeah, I'm for it. Come on, it's Dragon Ball. Okay. What it be? Yeah. I don't know what they're going to add because they've added basically everything into the game that ever could ever exist, but we'll, we'll see. Gary? Yeah, um, I'm guessing this means the native PS5 version of Xenoverse 2 is cancelled that they announced, I think, two years ago. Um, yeah, I mean, it's great. I'm happy for the people who enjoyed Xenoverse. I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Um, but like you said, Ben, it's like, what, what are they going to add? Because they've added everything. They're now adding characters that are like so... Not even second tier characters, like third tier characters at this point. Um, like Dipso. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but it's one of those things where I, well, I, I feel like when Xenoverse 3 comes out, people who have been playing Xenoverse 2 since day one today to today are going to be like, oh, this game has 100 less characters than Xenoverse 2 does. Well, why? It's like, so they can resell them again for you. <laughs> and you will probably rebuy yeah. them. Um, so right, I think that's going to be a challenge for them. It's like, because they have so many characters now in the universe too. The game has had such a long life cycle with great support from Bandai Namco um, and a good player base. And now you're going to release a third one and you're going to take away a lot of those characters, most likely. Unless they, you know, have that same roster they have now, which I doubt. Um, I mean, if they have the same roster, or at least most of the roster, the only thing they could do is they, they could easily expand to the, because they haven't got the current manga stuff. And if the rumor is also true that the anime comes back next year, that means they'll do they'll have all the new anime characters they can add. And then you've got they get they could finally maybe go over and actually add hero stuff because there's loads of hero stuff as well that they could add. Yeah. So there is still stuff they could add. The issue is is would they sell? <laughs> yeah. I think they will. I think if people see like, oh, Super Saiyan Four Brawly, hell yeah, I'll buy that. Or you know, if they see um, what's his name. God damn it. No, not necessarily the new characters and heroes that yeah. they introduce, but like characters they would know. Like you just you made like they brought Deborah back in Xenoverse 2. And people were really yeah. excited about that, right? Um so he if, if it's characters it. they know but like a different version of that character, I think people will still buy it. But it's like the newer characters they'll probably be like, ooh, what is that like? Like if they brought in Moro before people see him on TV. I think that might be a hard sell because a lot of yeah. people don't really meet, read the manga compared to watching the anime, in, in all honesty. Um, well, it's weird the mobile games don't use the, the manga stuff. What was that? The mobile games don't use manga stuff either. Like There might be some references, but there's no manga-based characters in either Legends or RM Token. Um, that's not 100% true. Um, a lot of the characters have essay animations from the manga instead of the... That's anime. what I mean, though. There's references to the manga and like that, but there's no specific characters. Well, like, I think we're never going to see all the characters from the manga, didn't they? No, because again, we don't have Moro. Yeah, up, up to, to Tournament, Tournament of Power. Power right? yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. There'll be references to Super Attacks probably, but nothing that's gone past the anime will be used. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not running yeah, so around I, with Ultra Ego Vegeta. Yeah, uh, like, and I think that's going to be the problem they'll fall into. If like if they start to release Moro or Granola. The heaters, for example, and gas. People are like, "Who the fuck are these characters? We don't know who these characters are because they haven't been on live TV or Why on." Why is Bojack so skinny? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what people need to realize: is a lot of the fans are more anime for Dragon Ball than 
but I'm sure we'll talk about Dragon Ball in the anime podcast. Um, so you know what? I'm going to brag for a little bit. Um, I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, there's some Crisis Core news this week. A load of interviews went live with Tetsuya Nomura and Marako Saito. Um, now, I, okay, I was hoping this article would have loads of information, but it doesn't have all the information. Um, one of the information was that the Crisis Core has uh, fully voiced characters and new arrangements on the original soundtrack. Uh, all the game's assets have been replaced, and there isn't a part of the game that's been left untouched. Uh, it, it runs in Unreal Engine 4 and aims for 60 FPS on the PS5. Um, and also, playing it would really enhance everyone's experience of the entire remake project. So, and we also learned that it was a remake was going to be two part series, but they decided to make it three part series. Um, I'm sure there was a load of more stuff as well that was covered, including me breaking the internet by having them, uh, you know, um, finally admit that GACT wasn't the issue for the licensing of a remaster. You're, you're, you're welcome, internet. You're, you're, my one glory of my entire life. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> Gary? Uh, yeah, you know, with with the gag thing, um, I want to believe them, Ben. I do. But it's hard for me to believe them because this is Square Enix we're talking about. And they would want to make as much money as possible on their games. And to only release Crisis Score on the PSP, especially when so many PSP games eventually came out on the PS2, um, I don't think there was really a big reason why it wouldn't have come to the ps2 um or even as a digital download like they, they didn't even make that game a digital download you had to have the physical umd never moved it over to digital so you gotta remember you know, you know, they, is also lazy they like money but they maybe, like easy money you know, they, they took the goddamn 3ds kingdom hearts game that used cards and transitioned it into a fucking fmv movie pretty much um so I don't know. It's hard for me to to believe something wasn't going on for them not to bring Crisis Core out of a physical UMD availability. Like something had to be going on to stop them from doing it digitally, at least. Um, whether it's Gak, is that his name, Gak? I think it's Gak. Maybe yeah. Gak, yeah. Or or it's another reason. Uh, I don't believe it's we just didn't have the time or it wasn't the right time. Because for Square Enix, it's always the right time to make money. <laughs> so something had to have been slowing them down or stopping from from doing. You know, and you know, if you want to talk about it wasn't the right time or you didn't have enough time to do it, you're telling me you have time to do it now when you're balls deep in Final Fantasy Part Two, Part Three, and Final Fantasy Sixteen. You have time now, but you didn't have time back then. <laughs> but you know, that that's just my way of thinking, I guess. Uh, as far as everything else, um, I think we all kind of knew it was going to be three parts, you know. Um, it made sense to be three parts, um, but it's cool to know that, you know, they decided to make it three parts because it was originally going to be two parts. Um, it's more Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I think they've also said that every location in the game is going to be available, um, so they're not removing anything, they're not adding any new locations. Um, they're all going to be in the game that you visited in Final Fantasy VII, uh, but they did say you just might not visit them in the same order, uh, which is a very interesting comment, uh, so we'll see exactly how that works. Um, they did also confirm that the scene in the announcement with Cloud and Sephiroth walking together was a flashback scene, um, so we'll see that. I actually don't remember. Did Cloud have the Buster Sword in the flashback scenes in Seven? When he was with Sephiroth? Notice. I don't think he did. No, he didn't. 
Yeah, so that, that that's also weird to me that they would say that that's a flashback scene, but he has the Buster Sword. Um, maybe they just kind of did it just to get people excited, um, so people can recognize, oh, that's Cloud, that's Sephiroth together. Um, yeah, because yeah, I don't think he had the Buster Sword back then. Um, so yeah, um, exciting stuff coming. No, it looks like he has it. He did have it in the flashback scenes. God, I don't remember, man. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm looking at the. I'm. I've just YouTubed it, and um, in Bali, at least has it. So it doesn't really make sense, but he has it. Well, they also did say that Zach is going to be integral to the story. This, like, especially yeah. part two, like he's going to be one of the major plot points. So. No. <laughs> no. No. Zach, you That's don't... gonna make me love him more. And then he got. I'm gonna cry more. No. I don't want that. Unless he I doesn't. don't want that. Unless he doesn't go. Mm, Zach's don't give me back, hope. baby. Don't give me hope. <laughs> Zach's on God damn it. I wish I could say he's not coming back, but chances are he is, and that's sad. <sighs> His death is going to be meaningless now. <sighs> God damn, what if he doesn't die? What yeah, if even Cloud worse. dies? Yes, it is worse. Yeah. Again, even worse. Uh, Cloud can die. I don't give a shit about Cloud. <laughs> Never liked him as a protagonist anyway. I mean, he's basically Zack. But moody. Yeah, that that is true. Yeah, because this whole thing is he thinks he's Zach because of the Macchio stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here, here's some more stuff, Ben. Um, they currently have no plans to remake Dirge Service. That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, they <laughs> also had no plans to remake Kaisha's Core. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. Um, Nomura considers all the Final Fantasy games to be a connected universe. Um. Yeah. Um. I'm yeah. Fine, fully voiced. But only if I'll accept that, Navarra. Only if Fantasy Fourteen is the Nexus, <laughs> because all the different um, crossover that's happened at Fourteen with all the different Final Fantasy games. Like, if it is a multiverse, have Fantasy Fourteen be the one that's in the middle of them all. Maybe. Maybe. Um. Yeah. The fully voiced stuff is cool because there's only specific cutscenes that had the voiceovers. Everything else was written, and you had to read it. So it's pretty cool that they. Decided to make it all voiced. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be cutscenes. It's just going to be the dialogue when they're talking. So, um, also, no new voice lines by Gact as well. Again, I think one of the reasons why they're not changing or adding any new cutscenes in it, they're keeping it exactly the same. Probably because of that as well. Because he's still ill. So, I hope he, hope he, hope he gets better soon. Oh, and um, they've also confirmed that uh, the dialogue and the text that Sephiroth talks when he's talking about his hair care products is still in the game. <laughs> I don't remember that. People were going crazy that they might remove it. Yeah, there, there's a cutscene where he talks about how he takes care of his long, gorgeous walks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. It's because he's worth it, okay? Maybe. Anyway, Alfonso. Um, it breaking up into three games, more Final Fantasy seven for me. That's that's awesome. I I'm all for that. Um as for the GAC thing, not um, keeping Crisis Core on just PSP is weird, especially knowing that the PS2 is the most fast, fastest selling console in the world. And you think Square would put it on the PS2 knowing that since they love money so much. Well, not really, because we won't get to that. Because there's a story that I think we we're going to talk about. We won't get to that. But, um,. Yeah, that that that's weird to me. I don't really have much to say about it besides that because Gary covered everything. But yeah, that's that's all I really have to say. I don't know what story you're talking about. If you want to bring it up, I have no idea. Um, for spoken being delayed. Oh yeah, forgot about that. That's how much I paid attention to it. I'm sorry. 
I was excited for the game, but I felt like I knew it was going to get delayed before it got delayed. It's delayed till yeah. the day after my birthday, right? So it's going to be a birthday gift to me, Square. Um, it got delayed until January 2023, uh, 20, January 24th, 2023, if I'm rightly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I had to click view because Twitter said that it, it, it's sensitive topic. So this is, this is a sensitive topic, folk. Um, I'm excited for the game, but it keeps getting delayed. And it's kind of hurting my excitement. Yes. Agreed. Um, I, I'm excited for the game too, but I don't like this new date because it's now three days before Death Space. Like you're you're telling me you you definitely want your game to fail. I'm I'm all for supporting new IPs and this game looks amazing, but there's no way your sales is gonna compete with Death Space, especially this being a remake, better graphics. Everyone loved this horror this horror title back on PS3 and the three sixty. Yeah, this 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 can't work. I'm I'm sorry. I I to be honest, they were safer just leaving in October. I know you're competing with Gotham Knights and um, was other one Marvel's uh, Midnight Sun, but you had a better chance with those two against Death Space. I'm sorry, that's just me in my opinion. But um, yeah, I don't like this new date. I, I I don't like this new date. They they're saying their reasons was oh to better polish. Like seriously. <sighs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. That, that, that's my opinion. Gary? Uh, I'm on the opposite end. I think this date is for the game to be more successful. Um, yeah, you have Dead Space, but you only have Dead Space as far as we know right now. Um, and I think that's good because if you look at September, October, Square has, I think, four games coming out. They have, you know, the, the, the what's it called? The, the weird triangle game. Um, Dio Field, um, the Dio Field Alliance, I think is what it's called. Um, that's coming out in September. You have Valkyrie Elysium; they just announced it's coming out at the end of September. And then in October, you have Star Ocean coming out, another Square Enix game, at the end of the month. Um, so I think it's them not wanting to release too many of their games in the same month or in the same two months, I guess you can say, because you, you look at it, it would have been four. Now you only have really three, um, plus all the other competition. You know, you still have, um, is Call of Duty coming out this year? This year from Square Enix, okay, this year, up till 2022, okay. Some of these are, by the way, a Switch, so technically it's not competed, but just just, just to cover all the, all the games that are, you know, being made by Square. We've got the new DLC for Strangers of Paradise. Uh, we've got Live Alive, uh, Live Alive, or where it is, Live Alive. Um, mm-hmm. The Fantasy 14 patch is in August. Deal Fight Field Chronicles uh, is September. Valkyrie Asylum is September. Nero on Mars Switch is October. Star Ocean is October. Half Stellar is November. Dragon Quest is December. So, uh, Romance in yeah. Saga yep. is this winter. Crisis Core <laughs> is this winter. And Forspoken is January now. Remember, this winter could still be this year, by the way. It could be this year, it could be yeah. next year. Uh, so, so, I think this is them saving it. In my opinion, um, I think this is better for them for Forspoken. I think that they're really looking at Forspoken as maybe being a new franchise for them or doing everything they can to make it a new franchise for them. Um, so yeah, I, I see this as a good move, not a bad move, uh, personal. So more polish is always good. I mean, 16 is done and they're taking a whole year to polish that game. <laughs> so take the time, in my opinion. I'm, I'm fine with it. There's, Bed mentioned all these games, and I'm 
half of them I'm really excited for. So I'd rather be playing those than this yeah. right now. January is fine for me because I don't think there's any other game I want in January. So I'll, I'll pick it up then. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I guess we'll go to the game that I think we're all excited for the most. Stray. It's, com- it's coming out soon. And it's going to be a PlayStation Plus. Um, PlayStation Plus Essential. No, not PlayStation Plus Essential. Premium. Premium. Um, also, we learned that PlayStation Plus Essential games are Crash Bandicoot 4, uh, The Dark Pictures Anthology, Man and Maiden, and Arcadagon, which, by the way, you can check my review on PCU.com. Um, so, yeah, um, there's also some, uh, there were some other ones uh, rumored for this month, right? Um, uh, yeah, there were. Let me give a sec. I, I swear I remembered seeing, um, there we go, Final Fantasy VII, which we were just talking about, um, Integrate and Intermission. Um, for all the Ass Creed games, um, for Unity, Freedom Cry, and the EZO collection, and Saints Row 4 re-elected. Uh, all these are rumored to be part of July. I'm hoping there's more stuff because it's kind of disappointing. Um, but it's just me, except for Stray, Meow of the Year. Um, Alfonso. Um, I did not like Saints Row 4. That, like, I was, you know, I was just overwhelmed with all the superpower stuff. Yes, it was fun, but constantly playing over though, I just got burned out. So I, I care less what's for uh Saint Row Four. The Assassin Creed, like I didn't really dabble in these ones besides Black Flag. Um Unity I barely played, never played Freedom Cry. Um don't really remember the N Zero collection, so I could care less about that. Um can't get enough Final Fantasy, so um I don't need to download because I already have it downloaded. After Stray, uh, yeah, I know how I feel about cats. Like, I really wasn't past this, but the, the trophy list got leaked, and it's an easy platinum. Yes, Gary. <laughs> easy platinum, which you just have to complete the story and collect some collectibles, and that's it. And there is a speed run, but they said the story is not that, not that long to do, so <sighs> it looks like I'm getting this game to play just for the platinum. So, yes, I'm, I'm downloading straight. I don't want to, but I want the platinum. Yes! So, yeah. Hey, Gary. Uh, yeah, um, I'm excited for Stray. Uh, it's nice that it's going to be free for other Plus members um, or Premium Plus members, so I'll definitely be playing that. Um, as far as the other rumored games, uh, I don't care. All I care about is PS1 and PS2 classics. <laughs> um, when they announce more of those coming, then I'll be excited. I just I don't really care for whatever the games they're adding now. Um just that's just on a personal level for uh, i'd rather where's the rumors of what games are coming which by the way we now know one of them in september is going to be valkyrie chronicles uh Lendeth, the psp port of the very first valkyria chronicles game um so that's exciting because that's coming free if you get the digital deluxe version of the new valkyrie game coming out so we know that's coming but i need more give me more of those games that's all i care about I don't care about more Ubisoft games. I don't have time to play through Assassin's Creed 4, 5, 6, whatever numbers they're at now. I don't even know. I think these, uh, what we get, what's um, uh, uh, Yeah, Black Flag, we get some other one. I don't remember. Is it easier it's collection, your collection like is three one games. and two? Uh, I don't know. Is it three games? It's your collection, I think, is Oh, uh, yeah, three four. games. Two, Brotherhood, and Revelation. So two, 2.2, and 2.5. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I I don't. <laughs> no, thank uh, you. I know it's a deal with Ubisoft and the Ubisoft Plus, but I I don't want yeah. it. I don't care. I think Unity was the last one I enjoyed, and that was because it's set in London, right? Or is that no? Unity's the French one. No, Syndicate's the French. London one. Syndicate, yeah. 
Yeah, that's the one I liked. That's my favourite one. <laughs> I'm not biased, just biased. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah, my thoughts, Stray. That's all I care about. Saints Row, I guess, but I played it, so... Uh, um, the game that I'm excited to replay, and I think we talked about this before, before this got announced, uh, somehow. Uh, Lollipop Chainsaw is getting remade um, sometime in 2023. It's been announced by Draggy Me Games, um, a studio successor to the Kado Kawa games. And no platforms to be announced right now. But yeah, Lollipop Chainsaw is coming back. Uh, uh, Alfonso, did you play the original one? I never played it, but since it's being remade, or well, yeah, remade, uh, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I know people who played it, and from the most part, they told me they enjoyed it. So yeah, I'll give it a shot. Gary, I know you enjoy this game. Uh, honestly, I never actually played the original, but I am going to give this one an, a chance, I guess. Um, I, uh, you know, none of the original creators are involved in this one, um, which is kind of sad. Um, but yeah, um, fun little tad bit. That game is actually inspired by our anime of the week, High School of the Dead. <laughs> oh, nice. As they have said in multiple interviews. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But it was the one of the few inspirations was that anime okay, well i guess talk about games coming back the tomorrow children i'm, I'm excited for this uh tomorrow Ch children um phoenix edition i've been keeping an eye on it because they've got a discord and dylan cooper actually talks in the discord quite often um it comes out september 6 uh six years since the game first came out i'm excited for this it's it, it was an interesting game when it first came out and i feel like them going free to play is what screwed over originally um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens now with a full release. Gary, your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I mean, I hope it's successful this time. You know, they they wanted to get the license from Sony because um, they finally got it. Sony gave it to them, and you know, hopefully they they do right by it. Maybe if Sony did wrong by it somehow, um, hopefully with the second chance they're able to uh, make it good, make it worthwhile. I can't wait to see the more Godzilla fights. Bring those calls. Yes. Yeah, those were the best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I second it with Gary. Um, you got a second chance. I hope they're able to make the best of it because I, I really enjoyed it back then when I played it. And that honestly, that's a perfect gift for me because that's during a time close to my birthday, close to my 10-year anniversary. So, yeah, I am definitely looking forward to it. And it's not full price, by the way. It's, it's $40. So, you know, for a limited time for the first two weeks. So we'll see. Um, well, I guess we should, I've been going around it. We should really go into the main topic of the, um, of the podcast. Psych, not really. She-Hulk she is coming to Marvel Avengers. Yep, She-Hulk is coming to Marvel Avengers. I didn't even know it was still getting characters, if I'm honest. Oh, gosh. Um, so yeah, She-Hulk, Alfonso. Um, I, I, I could care less. Um, the last time I played Avengers was Spider-Man. That was because of Shannon. I, I haven't touched it since. Um... Like, and I'm, I'm just thrown off because of the show. Like, that's what's really just throwing me off even more. So, yeah. for people who, who want to play as a female Hulk, by all means, go ahead. But I, I, I don't care. Gary? Oh, yeah. I feel like Marvel is purposely trying to sabotage their own games at this point. <laughs> um, you know, they just released uh, Jane Foster to the game as a new character, which is not really a, a new character, just a mirrored character in a Thor. Um, I don't want to say She-Hulk is going to be a mirror of Hulk, but chances are they're going to play very similarly. Um, this sucks, because Crystal Dynamics came out after 
Jane Foster came out and said that she's going to be the last mirror character that they're going to do. And the next character is going to be a completely brand new, unique character. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you have She-Hulk. And it's, it's clear to me that this is Marvel sticking their fingers in the development process of a company who probably does not want to do She-Hulk and is being forced to do She-Hulk because She-Hulk is getting her own TV show. And they need to promote that character in every way possible imaginable to get people talking about it. Um, I, I don't, I'm not a hater of She-Hulk. I like She-Hulk's character. But this game has literally given nothing to any of the fans of Marvel. None of the characters here outside of, you know, the Avengers characters you'd expect. None of the DLC characters have really been characters anybody has wanted, um, including Hawkeye. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what they're doing. I really don't. <laughs> At this point, I would have taken Moon Knight. He would have been a better character. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Give me Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, man. It's, it's, it's so sad to see. Um, like, these are characters that they didn't even want to put in Marvel vs. Capcom. And that game had 50 fucking characters. <laughs> you know? It, it's, it's sad. I don't know what it is. And I get you want to bring in characters a lot of people don't know about that aren't X-Men characters. I get that. Um, but there's so many better ones you can do. You know? So many better ones. Instead of characters that literally look and essentially play the same as... Okay, like you announced Ant-Man as gonna as the first DLC character you're gonna have in that game, and he still hasn't appeared as a DLC character. Ant-Man, what happened to him? You know? I wonder if that's because the movie got delayed. <laughs> it's possible. It's very much possible, man. But now that they're not owned by Square, uh, who knows how much life that game is gonna have going forward. So not I an exciting I'm... it was this okay, isn't yeah. even an official announcement. This got leaked on a stream with one of the creators. <laughs> If you watch the stream, the creator was shocked that the I think I think it was like a Twitch streamer or YouTuber that he was doing an interview with leaked it, and he was like, "What the hell are you doing, man?" I'm I glad he I'm... leaked it because I think the official announcement would have ended up worse. <laughs> I guess I've been going around the I've been talking around the subject long enough. I think I think we all know what the biggest news story of the entire week was by far. God of War Ragnarok got a release date and a, a CGI trailer. The release date is November 9th, 2022, and it comes with, there's three different collector editions, and one of them's really good, and the other one seems completely pointless. I'll let you decide which one. Spoilers, it's the Jotno edition, in my opinion. But still, <laughs> and I know me and Gary have a, have a completely different opinion on, on the collector edition, so I'm interested to see what Alfonso thinks of it. Um, so Gary, you go first, because, actually no, yeah, you go first, because I kind of know what you're going to say, I think. <laughs> Well, you know, Ben, uh, outside of the, the the glaring issue I have, um, the actual collector's edition, I'm actually not a fan of it either. Um, I, I I don't like that it's just a hammer. You know, we got a cool uh, collector's edition. What's up? That's where we're wrong. I like the hammer, and I like the okay. dice set. Okay. Like, hey. I like the hammer. I like the dice set. <laughs> I, I like the cloth map in the, yeah, the, the Jotner edition. Mm -hmm. I don't care about anything else, apart from the game, of course. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm not a fan of a lot of the stuff that it comes with. Like it, it's doing nothing for me. I don't need a 16 inch uh, sure. replica hammer. <laughs> no need for that for me. Too big. Um, the cloth map. 
is cool, I guess. Um, the dice, uh, again, what am I going to use it for unless I'm playing D&D? Um, I mean, I play D&D. So <laughs> okay. I can use them. All for you. Um, a seven-inch vinyl record. Uh, I don't know what it is with these collector's editions and including very expensive vinyls. I don't give a shit. I don't have a vinyl record player. A lot of people still don't. Why is this coming back? And why is every gamer including it in their collector's edition? It It's a huge fucking thing that makes the box three times the size that it needs to be for a collector's edition. Um, so yeah, I, I quite honestly, this might be the first God of War collector's edition I don't buy because nothing in it really interests me at all. Um, and of course, the glaring thing is you don't even get the physical copy of the game. For me, that's a big hell no for me. Um, why are you giving me a steelbook if I can't put anything in it? Um, if I'm buying something physical, a big physical collector's edition, everything in it, I want physical. I don't want a download code to the soundtrack. I want an actual fucking CD soundtrack. Or in this case, I'm getting a giant fucking vinyl for it. Um, if I'm getting a vinyl, why can't I get the goddamn game on disc? So Because then they have to give two copies of the game. No, they have to give one copy of the game. That's it. No, they have to give a physical copy and they have to give a digital copy so that the people with a digital console can play it. Well, that's their problem. Buy the digital deluxe version. Don't buy anything physical. No Just other company wanna... that releases Collector's Edition physically says, oh, we have to release two versions of it. You either release it's, it uh, physically or you don't. I mean, I really think they should just do what Final Fantasy XIV did, where technically there was a Collector's Edition, but the Collector's Edition was sold separate from the game. Um, so that way, but that was still digital only. So but that was the issue. You need to include a digital code because people buy, will buy the Collector's Edition and they'll have digital consoles and they'll need a way to play the game. And that means that, frankly, you're going to have to put more, more, every, well, everyone can use a digital code. Not everyone can use a disc. So you're going to have to use the thing that everyone can use versus the thing that not everyone can use. We'll never agree you can't on be, that. You can't be like... I'm sorry. In, in my opinion, like, if oh, I'm buying a physical set, I want everything physical on it. That, that's the whole point. That's why it's called the physical collector's edition. But you can't... I don't want a like, fucking code. I want a goddamn disc. So now if the guy who wants the physical disc has to buy it twice. Don't I? Well, if you want... But the thing is, though, you could still... You, you have the option to play the game. You're only buying the physical disc because you want a physical disc. You don't need the physical disc. Unless it's I want to buy it as a collector's need. item and not open it. But the thing is, though, th 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 if you're doing that, then <laughs> it's, it doesn't really matter anyway. It seems to favor the digital audience more than the physical audience, in my opinion. Well, that's because there's if I have a to buy it audience. twice as a physical fan, the digital fan only has to buy it once. Who is that favoring? But the thing is, though, if you want to, that's the thing. You're saying if you have to buy it twice as a physical person, you don't need to buy it twice. You only want to, you only want to buy it twice because you want the physical copy. You just to have it. It doesn't well, the mean same that thing you can't buy play the digital the guys. You buy the physical version, the but you want to play the game, and you don't have a disc-based console, which by your choice you decided to buy a digital one only instead of buying the one that can do both. Then you the should buy is, though, it a second time for digital. Thing is, though, digital so you can play. It. You would have you don't have to. You can use the digital code with the physical copy to play it. You you can't do that with if you have if it was a physical copy. You would have you would be forced to buy a second copy versus it being an optional purchase for those that want it. Like, one is physically impossible to do, while the other is optional for those that just want the extra copy. Like, anyway, Alfonso. I was all for this, I was all for this collection, just like you, Ben. But, yeah. like Gary, no disc in the box, me not buying it. Really? Wow. I really want it. I really want it for Millmore, Millmore, uh, Millmore the Hammer, but... Oh, yeah. 
I when it comes to these collector editions, I found out that eventually down the road they sell those special items separately. I I can find it separately on eBay and Amazon. Just that piece itself. I know someone who's buying this. They want it for the hammer. They want it just for the hammer. They don't care for the steel case. They're going to give me the steel case. So I'm going to buy a physical copy of God of War and just take the disc and put it in that steel case. So nice. I'm still winning because eventually I will buy the hammer myself. But yeah, that that's stupid. I, like, I agree with Gary. I don't know why they keep putting these vinyl records, which is a disc, but you don't put... The main reason why you're buying the, the collection, the, the collector edition, the disc. Well, I already said why, because th then digital people have to buy it twice. Then they should have bought a physical system that plays but both. Some, it's harder to buy a physical system than digital system. There's more digital systems in circulation. Is that why the physical ones are selling more than the digital ones? Who knows? <laughs> the PS5 digital one is damn near impossible to find because they're not even making them anymore at this point. Everybody wants the one with the disc. Let's see. Plus, as we all know, digital digital sales are high much at, um, are still catching up. Yeah, and we just found out the dangers of digital because now Sony announced that they're <laughs> literally taking away every digital movie you bought through PlayStation. Not Even Australia, if you, right? I think that's everywhere. I think that's a universal thing. If you bought a movie or a TV show through PlayStation Network, they're removing it not just from the stores but from your actual library. You will not have access to it, even though you bought it. Oh. Gone. I mean, I don't think I own Wait, any, but... this is This is only through PlayStation, right? This is not because, you know, if you buy the movie somewhere else, it is a Sony party. They still can't take it away? Yeah. I think it's from the PlayStation Store. If you bought... Remember on the yeah. PS3, it was a big thing? And in the yeah. PS4, you can go in and buy a whole bunch of movies and shows. Yeah. They're taking it away. Even if you bought it, they're removing it from your library. Like they're gonna go into your personal library and say, "Delete, delete, delete." You get don't have access. It's bullshit. You never own anything digitally. That's what that is. Yeah. What are your guys' opinion about the trailer, though? It was okay. I'm curious about Fenrir, the big wolf at the end. Um, if you know his story, he is the son of Loki. We know Atreus is Loki, but obviously they're switching things up. I'm more curious about him in Tyr, the um, Norse god of war, because Tyr did raise him. But Fear Near Field betrayed and he eventually uh, bit off Tyr's hand. So I'm, 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 I'm just curious about Fear Near's backstory with this, well, his new story in this game. Gary? I'm excited for it. You know, what the, the big boss fight we had in, in God of War 2018 with the dragon was awesome. And if we get to fight the wolf here, that's going to be awesome because I can't wait to see what Sony, Man Sony Santa Monica is able to do with that kind of a fight. Like, it's one of those things where you saw that giant ass snake. And you're like, am I going to get into fight that thing? That, that's going to be a crazy-ass fucking fight. You know, you never actually did, but the idea that they placed in your head of it, you know, it's cool. And it's those big battles that kind of reminds you of the old God of War, where he took on giant Colossus-like enemies all the time, um, which he didn't really do in the 2018 game, uh, outside of the big dragon fight. So I'm really excited if we get to fight a giant-ass fucking wolf. <laughs> I think it'll be cool. I'm excited, but we'll see. Uh, is there any other news stories that anyone wants to bring up? Yeah, I've got nothing. Yeah, nothing major off the top of my head. Okay, I'm going to see if I can find the... Um... Oh, sweet, they actually both have scores. Da -da 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 -da. Mash critic game. Oh, sweet, so I'm about average. Okay, I, I don't feel bad for what I gave them. Okay, first game is Arcadagon, which you can read my review on, PS on uh, PSU. Go check it out. Um... <laughs> okay, I feel... <laughs> um, okay, Gary. You gave it 70. Alfonso, you gave it 73. But I gave it 74. And it got 74. 
So I got two points. Yay, go me. Congratulations. Um, the other game was Kelowna Fantasy Revere series. Um, Gary, you gave it 71. Alfonso, you gave it 74. I gave it 91. But the closest person to it is Alfonso because it got 76. Lies! You suck, Alfonso. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. So that means the scores are now Alfonso 10, Chili 11, and Gary at 15. Um, so let's go see what new games are coming out soon. Coming soon. Um, nothing. Um, maybe this will get a review. Uh, Hellpoint. Oh, it's Hellpoint. I, I don't know. My choices are very limited, okay? Uh, we've got a choice of Hellpoint, um, Rayland, Time on Frog Island, and Hot Wheels Unleashed Looney Tunes. Oh, sorry. Super Roller Champion Edition. Uh, because, yeah, Stray is the week after, so. Um, oh, and 200 ways. Um, so, yeah, I feel like all of these, um, the one that might have a chance for a review might be Hellpoint. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping Time on Frog Island, though, gets one because I like the name because frogs. Um, Hellpoint, Gary. 65. You're not liking Hellpoint. This game got announced um, a long time ago. I remember this. <laughs> it's like a Souls game, I think. Oh, God, and no. If it's not from software, then it usually doesn't review well. <laughs> 65. Alfonso. 60. Um, Random.org. Um, 67. Look at that. Watch, this is going to be the one that gets like a 92. <laughs> <laughs> now, that'll be time on Frog Bear, Island. Bear will lose his shit. I'd still win because I'm the highest number. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? If any of, okay, if any of us gets this correct, like 100%, I'm going to give it three points. I'm going to put that in the document right now. Triple points if... Oh, sorry. Three points if exactly correct. Everyone gets a point if somehow over 90. If it gets over 90, I'm going to give everyone a point. Okay? I can do this because I can screw... I can do the rules because I make the... <laughs> Dude, I'm on Frog Island. It looks cool. So if Hellpoint gets over 90, everyone gets a point. Okay? <laughs> That means that I, I, I don't get two points because even I'm the closest one, everyone just gets a point. Okay. Okay. If it's over if it's over ninety, everyone gets one point because I don't think it's gonna happen and I wanna be surprised. <laughs> so shout outs and how can they find you, Alfonso? Uh thank you, Ben and Gary, for having me on, like always. I truly appreciate it and enjoy it to the fullest. Uh shout out to all the listeners. Uh you can follow me on Twitter at Alishan Seven. Hi, uh, Gary. Oh, yeah, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagosh, that's J-G-L-A-U-S-H. Um, shout out to you guys, as always. Thank you for letting me be on, and shout out to the listeners. Nice. Uh, shout out to everyone that listens to us. Uh, remember to go follow me on Gem Just Uh We'll be back next week with more stuff, hopefully. So until then, have a safe week and um, hydrate, because it's very warm. Always, always hydrate, and then dehydrate, but hydrate. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.